Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi, friends. Today we have Spencer and Clara from the Quantum Light. Hi, Spencer. Hi, Clara. How are you guys today? Hello. It's very nice to hear you. We are doing very well. Thank you so much for inviting us. Absolutely. I've been following your page for a while now, and I love the content there. And, you know, I get drawn to a lot of people, and I'm always in search of what's the next step, right? And spirituality is always about evolving yourself into something much bigger than you and just learning from everybody else. So when I found your page, I found a lot of things that resonated with me and a lot of things that... I still had questions about everybody's spirituality is different and when you meet other spiritual people and they are um, specialized I guess you could say or they've been more knowledgeable about a specific topic you kind of want to friend them you know like hey what is this about or how does that work (laughs) so I was very drawn to your page especially because I had a lot of like galactic energy into it so that's something that is very new to me in my spirituality we appreciate that thank you yeah it's um it's amazing to finally come together and converge as the quantum light i personally run another instagram called junk dna and clara runs hers pausa meditation studio and the universe brought us together to share in this new energy of the quantum light and we'd be happy to dive deeper, but we're so excited and glad that you found us in this shared space. I'm very thankful that you guys are here, definitely. A lot of our guests start off with talking about their spirituality, especially because I think a lot of people, when they start their spirituality, they feel so alone going through the process and going through the things, and then you go through like the shadow phase, right? Where you do a lot of shadow work and you feel alone. So when you hear someone else go through it, you kind of not only resonate, but it makes you feel comfortable with the process, right? How did you guys start in your spiritual journey? Well, that's an interesting question to answer because from my perspective, we all come to this planet through the veil of forgetting, so we do not remember anything anyway. In my particular case, I knew it was a special and different child because I could sense things that were not normal, let's say. And my mom was informed when I was about five or six years of age that I had come to this incarnation with certain gifts, let's say. And when I was about a teenager, I started connecting with clairvoyance, ability, their audience, ability, and then I left everything because I wanted to live, I guess, a normal, regular life. And years after that, I connected again with the clairvoyance ability through the tarot, connecting with the tarot cards. And I would say the final shift came in the year 2012 in my case. Absolutely. Like a radical 360 degrees turn of will in my life and from that moment on nothing has stopped you never look back after that right (laughs) never never ever look back 
after that and it's been an amazing journey full of ups and downs of course because that's part of the process but it's finally reaching the point where you recognize that we are all infinite beings having a human experience on this planet for a little while and appreciating every second that we are here on earth absolutely that's beautiful because um i think that in our spirituality we come to that point right where we do realize that we're just life sources living a human experience i love that how about you spencer how how was your spiritual journey well it wasn't the prettiest to say the least i think my curiosity got the better of me at a certain point of reaching this existential dread of wanting to know why I was alive, what the purpose of life was, what everything around me had meaning, or if it didn't have meaning, and it, it just brought me to this almost downward spiral of, as we would call in the spiritual community, a dark night of the soul, um, aka a very depressing chapter, but also a very transformative chapter. And I remember reaching this threshold where it was rock bottom for me, outwardly expressed to the universe. I remember I was on the top of this parking structure at night, and I just outwardly expressed and said, why? Why is it this way? And it was so powerful, and I felt so much energy in my heart to really express that outward affirmation. And it brought me into this absolutely metamorphic, transition of which I woke up the next day with the answers and it surprised me because it was so sudden and it was a flood and having all of this wisdom just imbued to the call of my question was something that radically transformed my life for the better and I caught the very beginning of the Great Awakening, the wave that carried on throughout the collective, catching and igniting the minds and awareness of so many other people around the planet. It expanded further and further, and I found that service was a huge part of this life, and that you receiving this information is not only internally confirming, but it was imbued for a reason. And that's when after I started implementing the new the newfound wisdoms in my life, I turned back to serve. And it's been an absolute journey thus far that keeps me keeps me going day after day. What a huge validation, right? That you question source and source delivers almost automatically. Seriously. So one of the things that I've noticed on quantum light page was a lot of galactic energy right a lot of sources from the galactic and you guys deal a lot with Palladian healing energy do you guys want to talk a little bit about that yeah well actually that ties right into the whole conception of my awakening which was the Palladians as we all know in the community and many more people are starting to find out is we have galactic origins and you know whole earth hasn't always been our home and it's for this reason that we've cultivated these akashic memories of family and as we would call star family and for me 
looking onto the horizon and the night sky, there was a very familiar cluster of lights that resonated deeper than I could have ever imagined. And it turns out it was the constellation of the Pleiades. And they, it was almost like a highway of energy that hit me in that moment. And I believe that they were quite literally active in the process of igniting and activating me to come back online. And as I've gone through the years, they've returned multiple times. That communication hasn't stopped. So the quantum light has been heavily infused with Pleiadian energy, but also other energies of our galactic heritage. And I'm going to let Clara dive into that a little bit as well. Yes, also part of the journey that we have been going through and connecting the dots to say, kind of explain it in a certain way. Also, in my case, um, brought me back to memories from an experience I had in the constellation of Lyra as a feline being, child basically, so the, what I remembered. And all those Akashic memories um, brought the fact that we left the constellation of Lyra during some catastrophe. And after that, we found a home in the Pleiadian constellation. So that's part of uh, the journey I have experienced as a soul. And that is why probably you feel a lot of galactic energy in our page because that is part of our remembering during this incarnation. And I don't think I have to say this, that this is not anything special because from my perspective, if we dive into our memories, we will understand that all humans were seated on this planet, that our race come from far, far away, and we are having in this current moment, because this is the only moment that exists, actually. We are having other experiences throughout the universe. So we are all galactic beings in a certain way. The fact that I think is important is the remembrance because through remembering you can harvest the knowledge and harvest the learning from other experiences to put it here right now at service to the collective that's how i see it absolutely definitely um it's that remembering portion right because like you mentioned earlier when we are birthed into this earth we forget everything you know we forget our mission here, our past lives. And um, in previous episodes, we talk about Akashic Records, where you mentioned that as well now, um, where you start remembering the things that you used to do or who you used to be and what you set yourself up for here, right? What you're supposed to do here. Um, so definitely, I, I could resonate with everything you're saying. Um, and I think that's beautiful, the bringing the energy and the knowledge from within outwards and helping others with it what we have to do here right now is just to be at service that's the way we see it both of us we are here at service we are here to love and that's the most important mission we are carrying on this planet is all about unconditional love 
us connecting to the knowledge of unconditional love and incarnating that knowledge in our own experience, first of all, and then sharing that love with every, everybody and with everything and being in absolute coherence with the truth and with the essence of that love. That is part of what we are doing here right now. One thing that I want to express and I want to dive a little bit deeper is what is a starseed? Um, a lot of my listeners are very new into their spirituality and we're exploring different types of forms of spirituality, right? And obviously the galactic energies are a form of spirituality. So can you talk to us a little bit about what is a starseed? Yes, of course. Well, starseeds are one of the best conversations to have about because when you look from a macrocosmic perspective, the soul is on its own path of evolution and the evolution of consciousness is vibrational. So for example, being here on the earth plane has some significance in inspiring and retrieving the art of self-awareness. And I believe that as you transcend or ascend, as we've called it in the community, this dimension, this plane of existence, then you move on to others and greater experience that the universe has to offer. Now, from that perspective, when you choose to evolve out of that shell, it doesn't mean that the shell is null and void. It means that sometimes the greatest service that you can quite literally contribute is to return and to host and embody a higher vibration so that others may learn and observe from you. And this is why we entitle the word star seed is because it is a seed from the stars. It is a soul who is returned with, as we mentioned previously, full Akashic wisdom, memory, learning, and all of that returns to their awareness, to their consciousness, so that they may imbue a lot of the gifts that they've since cultivated and showcase what they come, what they came here to do. So, for example, Lyran starseeds, just as Clara was mentioning, Pleiadian starseeds. And another important facet to mention is that all starseeds are equal and are united under service. You know, service to others is a polarity that is energetically imbued. Now, whether you were from this star system, um, interstellar space, um, a whole nother galaxy, star seeds form under this beautiful umbre umbrella of unconditional love. And I think that's why when you return and you come online through your own awakening, you can truly start to remember and embrace who you were once again and that is the beauty of being a starseed is not only evolving from your ego into a multi-dimensional presence but also being able to collectively unify the cosmos because you realize that the diversity that everybody else is embodying is also you and returning to this space is only to inspire others to follow suit I love that you added that extra little touch to it because we could easily fall victim of our ego, right? 
well, I'm from this galaxy or I'm from that galaxy and we have these traits or that trait. And I love that you added that because it eliminates the fact that ego is involved with these kind of healings or these kind of um, messaging that we have, right? We're remembering a life not to leave, live in ego, but be equal, right? So I love that you added that that little portion on there. Yeah, it's. I think it's also important to say that ego isn't our enemy. It's about integrating the ego, not letting it consume you through an unconscious lens. Because ego is our subjective persona. It is who we are, and it gives you reference. Because you can say, I am one, I am all, but that's not a human experience. A human experience is selective. And I think it only enhances when you start to unravel the aspects and parts of your multidimensional DNA, your galactic heritage, everything that's within you because the magic returns and you are given this purpose and this awe-inspiring mission to serve the collective and to serve your fellow brothers and sisters among the stars. So I would like to add something to that and it's the fact that Whenever we think of ourselves as separate, we perpetuate duality. So this is a trap that is there in front of a lot of people that are unable to see that trap. Whenever you separate yourself from the, from the rest, thinking of your own self as less or more, you're perpetuating duality because we are all one. And it's interesting to understand and finally realize that we are all one and at the same time, we are having an individual experience as a consciousness. But we are all one. We are not separate, we are together. We are just experiencing reality from different perspectives. No one is less, no one is above anybody. We are all the same. What we are supposed to bring to this reality, which is the most important because this is another trap that we see very often people living outside the reality of earth looking at the stars waiting for a starship to come or to remember that experience outside the planet when you lifted your hand to come you understood that this is the most important experience you are having in this current moment what you're supposed to do is to bring the wisdom, bring the knowledge, and most of all for stars that are from another density, bring the vibration to help the collective, including the planet as a consciousness, to move forward on the process of ascension. It's about vibration and it's about performing your job from unconditional love and from the heart thank you for that clara yeah definitely because right now we're in an era where spirituality has become a trend right and when we talk about galactic forces um we're always looking outward to the stars right we're always looking like the astral traveling trying to go somewhere but you mentioned something very key there where we're we're not trying to venture out to bring the knowledge out there we're trying to bring it here on earth right not only the knowledge because star seeds 
can come from the same density or from a density above us. Let's say 4th density, 5th density, 6th density, star seeds are bringing not only knowledge but the vibration that is required to establish equilibrium on this planet and to help the consciousness at large. That means the planetary consciousness, including humans, because there's a lot of living beings here that not only are humans, help the collective at large, the consciousness of planet Earth, to move forward on the ascension process. And that vibration is crucial. Absolutely. Um, earlier, Spencer mentioned something about, you know, there's still a connection, right? He remembered where he came from and all the things that he needed to do here on Earth, but that there was still a connection. How does one know they're being visited by a collective force or or a Pleiadian in that matter? How would someone know if they're connected to them? Well, this is uh, easy. We can actually package this neatly into a nutshell, which is love. Love is the binding force. And I've had, I believe, four follow-up conversations, if you'd like to phrase it through that, um, with the Pleiadians. And some of the key indicative factors are, one, you're not going to have somebody whispering in your ear. You're not going to have any of this thing. It's telepathic relay. So it's instant knowing, as we would like to say. Some people call them downloads. Some people call them intuition, insight. However you'd like to translate that, it's basically a sudden influx of energy. And I would say if you're trying to resonate or find out what's occurring, the best thing that you can do to initiate that process is by outwardly expressing your free will because so much of the universe revolves around consent and if you're not wanting to invite that experience into your life then the universe will take that as okay they want to remain in this ambiguous perception they might not want to know to what what's happened what they've been because Again, if you, if you haven't reached a point of your life that transmutes the purpose of having the veil of forgetting, because a great awakening or spiritual awakening is all about getting that memory back that you lost when you first incarnated for the sake of using it in the right ways. It's also important to mention that you don't necessarily need, it's you don't need to have a direct connection with the galactics or your star family because they are always supporting you. It's this interesting dynamic where even the unconscious sleeper, the one that's going around collecting karma, perpetrating ego, is still loved and supported by their, family, their star family on the sides. And they won't know. And it, it's not that they need to know. It's just that they are being observed, watched, loved, held, etc., so getting back to your question about establishing that connection outward affirmation i choose i would like i would invite etc really like affirm and grasp in a very um precise way that you would like their connection because i can tell you it's so funny they really want to talk 
they really want to communicate they you know they're biting metaphorically they're biting their tongue that they can't speak to you on the earth plane and let you know that everything is okay you're doing great this is an ascension process you were so brave for coming here there's so many things they want to tell you but they can't because they're again there's universal laws at play where they have to remain neutral and that doesn't mean that they have to completely step away from your life there there are moments where there is divine guidance there is divine timing and they assist in those those pockets of time and space so i would say focus on the resonance that comes through you if it's an instant burst of love if you immediately feel held if you get spiritual chills which are goosebumps all of your body suddenly if you receive messages insights and dream state or waking state or meditative state all of these are abridging the gap between here and the unknown and i believe that they are always ready to speak but it's only at your discretion of letting them into your life to do so or not not to do so so um having for example, my connection with the Pleiadians has been some of the most amazing experiences of my life because it goes beyond the mysterious, the metaphysical. It's something that is so intrinsically you and familiar, but in a very beautiful, magical way that, again, as we mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, is very internally confirming. It's something that you go through it. You don't need anybody to tell you you didn't go through it because you had that experience. I would also like to add something, and which is very important to establish the connection is the inner work. Because if we are vibrating in the lower ranges, let's say, we if we studied the laws of the universe, we will understand that we will attract exactly the same energy we are vibrating in. So in order to contact civilizations with a higher vibration, we have to raise our own vibration first. We have to do the inner work, which is extremely important because I see a lot of people outside just eager to connect with the galactic family without doing the work. and. I'm sorry I have to say this, but there's no one else that can do the work but you. And we do not run without walking first. There's an order in this universe that we cannot jump. So in order to contact civilizations with high vibration, we will have to work on our own vibration first and be really mindful because when you ask for communication, you will attract your same vibration following the laws of the universe. And this is very important to understand. Pleiadians, Andromedans, Syrians, they can, and all of them communicate telepathically with beings on Earth, but so other races too. And that's very important to understand because when you find a message full of ego, full of fear, full of division, or perpetuation of duality, you can sense there's an interference there. And when you open the channel, 
If you do not protect yourself, if you do not follow certain protocols, if you are under the influence of certain substances, you are, I mean, putting yourself in a very, let's say, delicate situation. So it is very important, especially nowadays, that what we are seeing is that these forces that are, you know, trying to surround us in a certain way. So we, we have to be working constantly on our own vibration, to raise our vibration, to move above whatever is going on here on planet Earth, and to connect with the beings of the same vibration that we are carrying inside of us. That's the fine print, right? <laughs> exactly. It should be like in big letters. Of course, this is all electricity. Yeah, it's, it's about electricity. It's a, there's a, if you understand how your phone works, you will understand how this other communication works. So as above, so below is exactly the same. So we mentioned a lot of what a star family is. Can you guys elaborate a little bit more what a star family is? Yeah, um, well, these galactic groupings, again, as Clara just reiterated right there, was they're vibrational conglomerations. So essentially, let's, let's take, for example, where we are now, looking outward. As a human being, you have one of two options, to evolve or devolve. And if you are choosing to evolve and you move on through the densities, through ascension, from the third to the fourth to the fifth, a fifth and third density would have this... I wouldn't say segregation in the sense that they're completely separate, but they would have this clear kind of cut line between them of co collaborating and conglomerating with others of like vibration. And this is what's essentially happened, is that we move, again, with the infinite energy of Creator through this universe, and when others synchronize to our path of spiritual evolution, we form families and groupings. And these groupings, again, can take several lifetimes. It's not just, for example, you're a Pleiadian one life and you're a Lyran or an Arcturian the next. Um, some of these kind of factions last several times over and over again and you start to develop very, very close bonds and connections. And these connections are what keep you motivated and geared towards accelerating into another stage of existence and evolving and growing. Because what Star Family does best is supporting one another. Um, it's, it's only when we come here to forget that we look outwardly and we take but Star Family gives. It's about receiving abundance by generating abundance. And I believe that these Star Families or these hubs of collective consciousness are absolutely fundamental in creating a foundation of understanding unity. Because unity is where we're all headed. We are all traversing back to the heart of the universe and it's only when we look onto another and see the self that we start to fuse and become even more cohesive and truly consolidate our energy towards a shared polarity 
which is to serve others, as we mentioned previously. So it's, it's important to realize that star families exist. You have a star family, even if you don't believe you do, you do. Um, introducing yourself is something entirely different. You, they already know who you are. You subconsciously know who they are. But it's having this divergence and incarnating on a planet devoted to creating this perceptual division so that you may do one of the boldest, bravest moves with your energy, which is to remember. And once you remember, everything changes. It's, it's near impossible to fold back into ignorance unless you so wish. But having an awakening as many of every, as everybody listening to this podcast and yourself included, having an awakening terraforms your life in ways that can't be undone. You can't, you can't go back to sleep. And I think that's a positive thing. I don't want people to be, you know, um, hindered by that thought, but rather see it as an expansive seed that as the more you water, the more you remember and star family is just at the end of that rainbow. You start to remember and realize that you're not alone. You've never been alone and that you are being supported all the way through this ascension process. You have a whole family to back you up in, in essence. Especially because like a lot of us who go through a an awakening, um, like I mentioned in the beginning, we feel alone because I guess you could say communicate what we're going through and the people that are actually our blood family may not be going through the, the awakening as well. So you kind of do feel detached from the actual family that you grew up with. But when you hear things like this, like you have a star family, someone, some that have been with you for um, different lifetimes, like you mentioned, hearing that really could bring someone at ease when it come in, comes into their spirituality. Like you have a star family, right? Um, to feel supported, to feel like you need to push forward. And yeah, I, I also do believe, like you guys mentioned earlier, that this was, you know, the souls that did incarnate in here were the brave ones, right? <laughs> like who wants to deal with all of the mess that's here? But definitely it, it took the brave souls to actually be here. So distinguishing the difference between star family and biological family there's something, there's an interesting phenomena that happens, and this isn't the case with everything, but in some cases it's true, is that you don't incarnate alone. Now, this is where it gets fascinating, is that sometimes, you know, there are um, many beings that are incarnate right now that are, I would say, kind of stunted evolutionarily in their growth, and they may be first-time comers to the third dimension, but there's also a good chance that your star family said, you know what, I'm not going to let you do this alone. I'm coming with you. And where else is a better place to plant that seed and jump in than bloodline relations or friendships or intimate relationships, I believe, is where they choose to co-incarnate. Um, not all the time, but fascinating to think about because um, just as Clara said earlier, it's important not to disassociate and think that, you know, the only love that you're going to get is from your star family because your star family could be here in hidden in plain view, um, per se. So just a little fun seed to plant. I, I would like to add something to that. Is that from my work with the Ascended Masters, what I understand is the path 
of understanding the forces of this universe. The first step is to understand everything about self-love. And if you are entertained with the illusion, if you are victimizing yourself, if you are trying to enforce the point of view into others, you are so focused on the external that you are completely lost about the priorities of the learning process of love. And I believe part of the awakening and understanding fully is to be alone. It's that sensation of no one understands me that drives you back to your heart. It's a sensation of I'm misunderstood that turns you back to your heart where is your true home and the true source of connection with the universe, the true source of connection with your higher self, the true source of unconditional love is there. And if you are looking to the outside, there is no way you're going to find and understand that source. So that sensation of uh, no one understands me is part of the process. Because the second step in the path of understanding unconditional love is to love the other self, which is the external, the outside self, which is you and all the beings on this planet, including animals, vegetable life, plant life, etc. And finally, after you learn that and fully understand that, you can love and remember, not love, understand, but remember to love the Creator. But you cannot love the Creator if you do not love the other self outside of you and if you do not love yourself, which is the first step. It's almost like it's done intentionally. Of course, there is no coincidence on this planet. Everything is about learning. If we had a perfect life, we wouldn't not be in search of what is missing right and most of the time when we are in search of what's missing we stumble upon our spirituality our higher self our um start questioning why we're here right and through that process we find why we are actually here we find who we are exactly that, that's why some of the great masters that have incarnated on this planet such as buddha buddha spent a lot of his incarnation on its his own trying to find the answers of these big questions and you cannot find the answers of the questions if you are so focused on social media on the outside world you know what is happening because you are wasting your incarnation with your eyes on the illusion instead of going back to your own self to your solitude where all the answers are so this is intentional Either you connect with that, or you victimize yourself and continue to live in the illusion. And that is absolutely free will. Because we all come with the same plan, and that plan is self-growth, consciousness evolution, ascension. What happens here is self-based, just free will. I think it's also important to realize that every lifetime after the next, you have soul contracts. And that means a different role to be played by yourself and others. So 
these roles will change as per experience and you know something that um you know that i know you know and i'm sure many of your followers know is that the soul is androgynous so you may have a feminine lifetime you may have a masculine lifetime and each are uniquely different you could birth a child you can carry a family it's each are so powerful to find balance with and whether you assist others or are assisted in that lifetime the energy exchange is mutual always and it's about um, allowing it to flow allowing experience to happen even when it's unfavorable because some of the darkest moments that we face are the most metamorphic and i think that's very very powerful and knowing that you have to crack the mold to evolve you know it's you have to you have to have a catalyst there has to be something there that ignites your fire and um, on the other side you see from higher awareness that it was all worth it that every dark experience every rejection every trauma helped shape you into who you're becoming and you see your wings for the first time and it's something you never want to let go of i guess like in every relationship we go through especially in our you know in a form of lovers right um, there's points where you question yourself why you're with this person because life happens things happen and it's not always fun and games and pretty right and this could be like uh, a parent and a daughter or parent and a son um, or offspring or whatnot or a best friend or a sister and you guys are having a little bit of turmoil right and you don't understand why that person is with you or what lessons does this person bring to you and so i think like when we remember as well like different types of either knowledge or past lives they come in a key time in our lives um so we could understand exactly what is going on in the current moment right like okay you guys were together or you were supposed to meet this person for this specific reason so keep moving forward or let go it's time to let go now you know so i i think that there's so much more at play you know it's it's almost like we are given the tools on the right time like you could use a hammer this year but next year you could use a wrench right um and putting it in lame terms obviously but definitely i think that this goes beyond the past lives our our mission here in life it goes beyond that and when you add this whole energy with the galactic force um it becomes so much more i i want to say so much more magical um for the lack of words i guess you could say because it's you belong to something much much greater than what we understand yeah it's it's something that transcends normality and normality is kind of a sickness to be honest i mean um ignorance unconsciousness it's everything that shies away from the true essence of who we are and that's why i love diving into these things and inviting others to exercise their extrasensory perception you know there's so much more out there that we can't see physically but through the mind's eye through the pineal gland is a gateway into the imperceivable and you said it perfectly. Magical is the only thing to really describe this. It's a, an exciting happening. And reality vivifies with these experiences. So 
highly recommend that if, if you are pursuing the evolution of your consciousness, to also see what gifts lie within your DNA and um, invite that kind of assistance from your star family, from your higher self, your soul, to unlock these facets of self to become a fuller and more luminous being from the inside out. And there is something important I would, I would like to add because about past life regressions. Whenever we remember something during one of these sessions is for the best evolution of that soul in that precise moment when that information is arriving because we fully understand that there is no time we will fully understand that this is all happening at once at the same time. All these experiences, there is no, no past. So I would like to get rid of that concept first. Because all these experiences that your soul is having is happening right now. What you are doing is harvesting that information because that experience that is happening in this only now moment is crucial for the evolution you are experiencing here on Earth right now. And if you go back in 10 years to a session such as this, you will remember another experience that is crucial for that evolutionary moment you are traversing in that precise session. So the purpose of all this remembering, basically more than remembering, is about unifying your own self with what all your learning, all your wisdom, all the tools that you have, everything you are, and try to bring that to the now moment so you can move forward in a more complete and powerful way. Because the thing is that here we victimize ourselves too much. We think we are alone, we think we have no support. We think ourselves as less than we are. We are all infinite beings of light. And the purpose of, of going to a session like this is to remember a part of who you are in order to bring that information to the now moment and do the best and be the best you can in the process of what? In the process of ascension, in the process of your evolution, in the process of your consciousness. And I, I understand fully this concept because we have been following uh, this type of hypnosis ourselves, me and Spencer, we are moving forward to professionalize our services through that field. So this is very important for anybody who goes to a session like that is to listen to that audio with such care because there is crucial information there that you have to understand fully in order to put two and two together and go back to the powerful being you are. And that's all. And you mentioned some of the workshops, right? Um, obviously, you guys do workings together. Um, one in specific that you guys are working on that I see a lot is the workshop as as above as below what happens in these workshops what kind of things do people expect 
when they go to these workshops? Yeah, well, actually, as synchronistic as it is, we finalized the last session as of our workshop as above, so below yesterday. And it was a fantastic occurrence. Um, again, uh, we were called to do this, and this is something of where service originates. It inspires different avenues and areas to teach and to learn from. And this round, this workshop was dedicated to the seven natural laws of the universe, um, which was again imbued on this planet from Thoth, which it happens to be both of our our mutual guide um, into the esoteric and it was very powerful because we explore and diagnose these ancient wisdoms in such a degree of not only understanding what they are but integrating in them into your life and when you talk about a workshop workshops are integrative and that's exactly what we intend to do especially as we have hands-on and more hands-on approach to these topics because we can post all we want um, in casual posts on Instagram, but what workshops allow us to do is to dive deeper, to get to know the soul behind the screen. And um, as you know, for the digital age right now, until we can start to manifest a more in-person approach, but it was uh, an absolutely beautiful occurrence. A eight weeks right yeah eight weeks because i would like to you know use the words of one of our students yesterday when she said that before the workshop she knew the laws but now she understands them because the purpose of the workshop is to dive for two hours in one of the laws that you can read in five minutes on that little book called the kibalion because the wisdom is so profound in each of those sentences in that book that they require for you to stop and reflect in order to anchor the wisdom in your life and be able to use the, the wisdom in your daily life and transform your life, which is the final objective of this workshop, is to transform your life from the understanding of these seven laws and how they rule not only your life but the whole universe and we were so happy yesterday when we heard from our students that they felt the change after eight weeks and this workshop is not only about reflecting about diving into the laws but also we will we receive a channeled energetic practices that are intended for the integration in your DNA of this knowledge. And that's a very powerful aspect of the workshop. Yeah, and another uh, really exciting thing that we got to infuse into these workshops was our own compositions of meditation music, of which we um, have dove in. We just finished our chakra series, which is nice 30-minute neat meditations perfectly infused with our energy tuned to the healing frequency of 432 hertz and we highly recommend everyone to go check them out they're very meditative they'll bring you in but just as claire was saying pairing that music with the channeled messages brought about brought about a very profound wave of energy and we all felt it 
even like for alternative days when I wasn't leading the meditation and I was partaking, I started to unlock my Akashic memory suddenly, spontaneously. And so it's, it's important to see that as teachers, we are also students and vice versa. So it was, it was a very, very pleasuring um, workshop and we can't wait to host more. My listeners know that um, I'm all about sound healing and sound um, vibrations. And when you incorporate sound into anything, I think that it just amplifies whatever it is that you're trying to do. So that's amazing. You guys got to share that so we could um, share with the listeners. Of course. How can the listeners find find you individually? And obviously, they're going to be looking for you on Instagram as a quantum light. But how can they find you individually? Uh, well, again, we, we literally just uploaded a link tree to our bio description of the quantum light on Instagram. You go there, you find our YouTube channel, our SoundCloud is a huge place where we're going to do many, many more uploads of music, um, just some exclusives for you. We are jumping into planetary frequencies next, which is going to be very profound, very immersive. We work with binaural audio too, so we're really wrapping the sound around your head. And this is vibrational medicine. As you know, this is something that's so profound and powerful in everything we do. So to infuse that is absolutely phenomenal. Um, before we dive into our personals, though, I do want to gift a little seed. I'm going to plant a little seed here. We, from the workshop, again, Quantum Light is evolving into its own thing, brand new circumstances, etc. We're going to be hosting our very first retreat in um, 2023. And it is going to be, I'm not going to give too many details until it's public, but it's going to be a tropical retreat. And it's something that's entirely exclusive, unique. There's going to be sound, live sound healing workshops, practices, um, CE5s, if anybody knows what that is. It's, it's going to be fun. So I just want to put, put that seat out there. But you can find us as the Quantum Light. Myself, I'm at ChunkDNA. With Clara, she's at Pausa Meditation Studio. And we are constantly updating everything. Also, we have Starbloom 2022 in um, next week. So if you'd like to take part in that, it'd be absolutely amazing. It's a free event. Um, just follow the link address bit.ly slash Starbloom 2022 to reserve a spot. We have an eclectic cast of guest speakers, visual artists, live performers, um, and it's an entirely virtual festival, so we can't wait to debut that. But the, the quantum light, we are evolving, we are growing, and there is much more to come from us. And I'm going to leave it with Clara to close us off. So I will thank you very much for your invitation. It was a very beautiful conversation, and thank you for hosting us. <laughs> Thank you guys. I'm so excited for what 2023 is going to bring for you guys and bring for us in general. Um, it's anything that has to do with healing, anything that has to do with raising our vibrations and bringing that awareness to someone else because um, we're not gatekeeping, right? So it's we're sharing our gifts and I absolutely love that. I'm very, very grateful and thankful that you guys joined me on an episode. And yeah, I can't wait to see what what quantum light does you know i'm excited for you guys especially the planetarian um the planet audio um sound 
I'm 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 looking so forward for that. Yeah, there's there's gonna be many different series, but that's the next upcoming one, and uh, we're so grateful for your wisdom too. I mean, we are bouncing back, very mutual energy exchange. So, thank you for inviting us again. Uh, we'd love to do this again. It was really really fun. Thank you so much. I hope you guys um, enjoy the rest of your day, and hopefully someday once you guys do um, lunch the the actual 2023 resort you guys let us know and then we could advertise it on our page as well i appreciate that thank you so much thank you guys for listening share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey and if you guys would like to see more spiritual content in the description below there's a link where you guys could go straight to my instagram and straight to my tiktok Make sure to follow both because in both platforms, I have different content. So make sure to follow both. Once again, thank you guys for listening and have a great one.